Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete, and I am joined with... His wife, Diane. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we're going to start another episode like we always do. I guess let's talk briefly about uh, what's new with us. Yes. Um, can I mention the movie that we watched last weekend? Yeah. After podcasting, which was oh. Big Hero 6. Yes. I'm glad you remember that. I really don't think it gets as much press as some of the other uh, animated movies out there. And we thought it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. It was really cool. It's one of those things that um, on paper it should have been so obvious that I would love it. Like, mm. It does a really neat thing. It's got this sort of hybrid Japanese anime style, but also it's based in San Francisco. So it's like the San Fran Tokyo. So it's got the, uh, mm-hmm. what do they call that? Um, Silicon Valley, the inventions, the people building all the new tech. Yeah, tech. But also with this Japanese robot style. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really cool combination of ideas. Yes, I really liked it. And it had, yeah, some interesting characters interesting story i was just cracking up over the robot that they invented yeah because i crack up over small children's jokes (laughs) yeah well i mean uh, there was some there was some more serious and mature stuff too yes i really appreciated it went into uh sort of sort of talking about puberty the idea of puberty (laughs) the robot was gonna give the talk to this i guess he was a 12 year old boy or something Mm -hmm. i guess around that age and there was that great line that we forgot but uh we want to use sometime would it satisfy or would it fix your pubescent behavior your pubescent mood swings mood swings yeah (laughs) dang we should really write this stuff down so much better than that um and i also like that uh i mean these these movies are starting to get a little bit formulaic like you can kind of tell where everything's gonna go and within the Mm -hmm. first couple seconds is like oh that's the villain Mm mm-hmm um, but there was a twist, and it was like, that was cool. I thought it was going to twist even more, actually. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't want to spoil anything. So it, it was cool. It was uh, very lighthearted. I mean, it had, I guess, a sad scene, but it wasn't as sad as like some of those Pixar movies. They they really like the tug, tug at you. They do. And I thought it was interesting. We were looking up who some of the voices were because we were both watching it and we're like, I totally know who that voice is. Yeah, we were wrong on all fronts. And we're wrong on all fronts. And it wasn't, they weren't people that we recognized. Which is good. They were voices that were in other DreamWorks or Disney animated movies. Yeah. Um, So they're around, but uh, yeah, kind of new to the voice acting scene. So that was kind of neat too. Yeah, and I've always said that it, it kind of sucks once the celebrities took over uh, animations, too, because all of a sudden all those people who worked in voice acting, like, they're, and who are good at it, like, it is a different art. Like, just because you're a good actor, it doesn't mean you're going to do well. In the case of uh, an animated mm-hmm. actor, it's a very different um, kind of acting. And I've I've heard even, like, good actors speak about it, like, how different it is to act in theater versus movies versus even tv is different too they say and then yeah voice acting for uh like an animation or a cartoon or whatever you have to be very animated with your voice i guess it's kind of like that theater too you got to be very animated with your body in theater yes but with the voice acting too i remember watching i think it was a tom hanks interview and he said you just spend a lot of time doing like (laughs) oh 
<laughs> yeah, I've definitely noticed that. Uh, I've been playing Final Fantasy 15, and it's a, such a Japanese thing, but all the time, like, there's all these cutscenes, and they can't just, they just can't have silence. It's like they always have to have the voice actor. Like, there's this 10 second cutscene where you're filling the gas in your car, which you have to watch every time you put gas in your car. It's very okay. annoying. And then you just hear the voice actor go, yeah. And this is like, I don't think I've ever done that when I pump gas. This is like, why are there so many sighs and grunts and groans? And then, like, yeah. Okay. So taxing to pump the gas. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. And you, and you get that in a lot of the games. There's always like, and it's, it's strange. Like, I play a lot of these games, and it's like, if something shocking happens, every single one of the uh, cast members have to have a reaction. But rather than having the reaction all at once, like all five of them going, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. it's like, huh. Oh, hmm. And it just switches to each person and they each have their own, uh, hmm. Well, I see. It's just like, it's kind of a weird other world. Uh-huh. It's a bizarre world. So nice. they do voice acting in a different way too. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy, all done. All the yes, trophies. You finally defeated the mountain. Yeah. We were watching the Conan O'Brien. Clueless Gamer. Clueless Gamer. Yeah. And they got to that scene and the guy comes in who knows the games and said it takes about 72 hours to defeat this mountain. And this was Which the point. crazy. Real time hours. Real time hours. That's three days. Yeah, that was not the case. Okay. Um, it did take longer than I thought. I mean, I was trying to prepare to make it as short as possible. Okay. I had tried previously before using a method, and uh, the problem is the mountain did some kind of a move. Mountain turtle did a weird move that sent me flying off the screen, and uh, I had been at it for about 40 minutes, and because I flew too far away from him, it basically means I failed and had to restart. So that was 40 minutes lost, which was not fun. So I looked up online, and there was like some way to beat him in eight minutes with daggers. I was like, I'm going to try that. That still took me about 40 minutes, but I, okay. didn't, I didn't get... Flung away and flung away. Got my trophy, got my platinum. And you had all 100%. your soup and everything you needed to use the daggers. Yes, a lot of steps to that. There was a lot of steps. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is my hobby. It's kind of like it's like work. Like work when you, at home. Yeah, when you speak it out loud, it can sound like so taxing. It's such an arduous but task. But you're actually going through it, it's enjoyable and you enjoy doing that. I mean, I guess some yeah. points can become stressful or kind of annoying, but for the most part, it's your chill activity. I think so. And I think that speaks to my personality, though, because as much as I might seem like a uh, a very chill guy. I do like to be very organized and I have a very specific way of doing things. And that's where I excel at work is like, I like to have everything laid out and have a plan and uh, follow through with the plan. And then the plan gets successful. That's, that's, uh, that's fun to me. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of these role-playing games allow you to do that too, this whole planning and then executing and then completing. <laughs> wow. Good fun. <laughs> that was Pete's week. <laughs> yeah. There's one more thing I want to talk about for this week because sure. I really want to time capsule this because it really surprised me. Um, I think it was actually right after we podcasted too, we went down the stairwell and noticed there was a giant bag of garbage mm-hmm. that someone had just thrown down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, yeah, that's Lying good there. enough. Yep. Just like on the third floor or something. And we had to walk past it every day. And it's just like, what? 
what who does this like, yes and it wasn't being like cleaned up or taken care of i get it if you're cleaning and you're like i need to just get this out of my room but don't forget but then go take it to the actual dumpster yeah and so we have uh we have garbage chutes which will take you know mm-hmm. regular grocery bag size ones but this mm-hmm. was like a big black full size garbage bag full mm-hmm. of something something lumpy like we sort of gave it a kick it and then like uh, we went out for dinner i don't know yeah, and I was like, wow, that's kind of concerning. And, uh, you know, should we do anything about it? And we thought we'd make it a game and see how long does it take before <laughs> anyone notices or does anything happen? Fast forward to Friday, Friday night, I think. Thursday, because we were together when you called them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we were, we were going out for dinner and it's starting to smell. It's starting to smell in the whole uh, stairway. So I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to call the landlord as we walk to the restaurant. I'm going to go out for a nice dinner. And, uh, yeah, so I got the guy and I was like trying to explain to him, I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, someone threw a big, ga- a big bag of garbage into the stairway and it's just sitting there. And so mm-hmm. he's like, Oh no, you need to pick it up and take it into the front. The front is where the dumpsters are. I'm like, no, you're not understanding. I'm telling you someone, mm-hmm. not me mm-hmm. has thrown out a big bag of garbage. It's been in the stairs for like five days. You should take the elevator. And yeah, and then he said, oh, well, if you don't want to see it, you can just take the elevator. And that was like his way of solving the problem. And I was like, really? Look at, so you're trying to tell me. And like, once I started getting mad at him, I was like, what are you trying to tell me? He's like, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually he's like, oh, okay, you're trying to tell me that there's garbage left there. Oh, yes. Okay, I guess I'll deal with that. And then uh, the next day it wasn't dealt with. But I think the day after it was. No, I think it was dealt with on Friday. Yeah. It wasn't when we came back. Anyway. Not not immediately on Thursday, but on slept Friday. on it. Slept on that. Yeah, got to think about that. Uh huh. But that's uh that's that's the joy of this this apartment. Yeah, I I must say that I'm sure there are places in Toronto that are really run down and gross and not taken care of, and true people have to deal with stuff like that. But uh, we also get that here in our very nice apartment. Yeah. So. I can, yeah, only imagine what some people have to deal with and how they must be calling their landlords a million times a day to deal with more serious things than random garbage left in a stairwell. I'm sure there are people who also live in apartments that have landlords that are always on their case. Mm, And mm -hmm. we do not have that. We have the laziest, not so Mm -hmm. super intendant you can Mm -hmm. possibly have. It's usually the phone call I call and then they say, I usually am greeted by the woman. I don't, I don't know who this guy was. This is different this time. But I, I'm usually greeted by the woman, the superintendent, and it's usually a big sigh. Mm-hmm. What do what, I have to do now? What do you want me to do? <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so that was that. So let's get into our news of news the week. stories. Uh, so I'm going to go first. You should. Uh, So I was uh, doing some stretching and some yoga on Friday to try and get rid of all my shoulder cramps, and I decided to put on my favorite podcast, well, favorite apart from, you know, like ours stuff. (laughs) You don't need to call this your favorite, it's fine. (laughs) Uh, It's called Stuff Mom Ever Told You, and it's been around for a really long time, and I was just going through like recent episodes because I've been listening to a lot of them recently, and I come to one from the end of December. And it says the goodbye episode. What? And, yep, they are ending the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Shocking. Um, kind of 
yeah. So I was surprised by it. Obviously, I'm like a month behind. Wow. <laughs> but I'm glad I found it because I probably would have been looking for new episodes and not being able to find it. Yeah, and then you had told um, me, something's wrong with my iPad, honey. Can you fix it for me? It's, yeah. like, uh, it's not updating podcasts. <laughs> uh, so uh, the uh, women that run the podcast. So the podcast is, it looks at all sorts of issues and historical things and new things and science things and arts and culture, but always has a gender view on it. Yeah. So how does this affect women differently from men? Stuff your mother would never have told you. Yeah. Um, it's a great so podcast. I've learned a lot from it. Mm. Like not just, you know, women things like, you know, birth control methods and stuff like that, but also, you know, famous inventors that invented things for women, like the women's bicycle or um, who famous scientists were or why things are the way they are, historical perspectives. And they're always really interesting and they research them and they're fun to listen to. They're animated. And they've just decided that, you know, this was a really crazy year and they just see... um, that they like to kind of branch off and do uh, different things. Still hmm. be in the media and in the mm-hmm. mix, but be independents. So they're able to have full freedom over their content. And they've also just recently been signed on to write a book. Yeah. So they're going to uh, probably spend the year working on that uh, primarily. That's interesting because they were in the top, top 50 downloads i remember seeing them when i was just yeah. randomly scanning through and it's like oh they're doing very well for themselves they yeah. were sponsored i don't know if it was enough of a sponsorship i guess uh yeah maybe it's just yeah an issue of how much time they have because it does take a lot of time and dedication to yeah and just deciding write. that this is a different they'd is like it to a go weekly podcast or daily it's not daily but occasionally there'll be more than one? One a week. Okay. And then over the summer, they have like a summer series. Hmm. So it's a little bit broken down differently then, <laughs> too. But they're pretty much going like all year round. Oh. Uh, and they're just kind of branching off into different things. But they were very clear about how to reach them on Twitter or email or Facebook and all that stuff so we could keep up to date. And they have a website for their kind of book project. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, pretty yeah, crazy. That was that was my big piece of news that I was like, oh, I should tell Pete. And I was like, hmm, podcast. Podcast. I can surprise you. All right. Nice. Uh, I'm going to go to my first story. This sort of relates to, you know, topics we've spoken about before on the podcast. But I, I wanted to bring up sort of as a time capsule. Um, we just had the NBA All-Star vote. Mm-hmm. And our boy from Toronto Raptors... DeMar DeRozan has gotten uh, nominated, not nominated, and won the vote for a starting lineup in February, which is really soon. It's crazy. Yeah, it's going to come up fast. We have not been following basketball as strongly this year as we did last year, and that's largely because the app that we used to use just doesn't work anymore. The NBA... What the heck is that thing called? Like I don't know. Game time? Game time, yeah, something. Something like that. And it was also the year that we were, I was like actively looking into paying for a subscription. I was like, I will give you guys money to do it. And then I found out that with these subscriptions, you can watch any other team but the team that's in your location. Yes. You can't watch. So we wouldn't be able to watch Toronto Raptors games on it. And it's like, what is the point of the subscription then? Obviously, this business model 
is still way too uh, ingrained with uh, uh, cable companies. Mm-hmm. Did you find out who else is going to be starting in the All-Star game? Um, there's quite a few, of course, Curry's in there, um, uh-huh. and Durant is in there. And one okay. of the interesting things I wanted to bring up, cause I was talking with a, a coworker about this. Um, so since uh, it's kind of funny, like Durant left, right? He, he used to be on, uh, OKC mm-hmm. and now he is with, uh, Golden State. So Golden State has like a super team this year. Nice. They're basically going to win it. I don't think there's any doubt about it, but whenever these things happen, much like when, uh, Kobe and Shaq we're no longer on the same team. Suddenly Kobe's numbers went up, like his points, because right. you're not having two superstars. Yes. So right now um, on the old team, OKC, Russell Westbrook is right. actually... Also a very good player. Uh-huh. He did not get voted for the NBA All-Star team. Okay. But he is currently leading the entire league for points. Nice. Not a vote. And I thought that was kind of interesting He's also the active triple-double leaders. He's had 58 of them this year. So he's like the best player in the league right now, according to stats. Uh But that still doesn't guarantee that you'll get into the All-Star game. Because they make it a fan thing now, too. Where like half the vote is the league and half the vote is the fans. Yeah, it's it's half 25 and 25. Uh, Players. Players vote, too. Players vote, too. And the fan vote is, yeah, 50%. See, so are yeah. there concentrated areas in the United States where some of these players aren't going to get voted? Yeah. Well, well that's that Oklahoma City. Yeah. So where's close to Oklahoma City? New Orleans, right? I don't know how many people are really into basketball there. <laughs> yeah, I just mean like... Forgive our American you, <laughs> geography <pause>. there. <laughs> you think that, you know, maybe in a city like New York where everyone gets divided, that yeah. the votes would go like both different ways. But Oklahoma City, is there somewhere close by that's going to like capture yeah. all the votes? And this and, is like, probably an advantage way. for Raptors too, because although, yeah, Toronto is smaller than other mm-hmm. cities, we have the whole country yes. to back up Toronto. We do. And be like, oh yeah, we like those Toronto guys, or at least the Canadian team or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although DeMar is actually has a good year. I got the stats up here. He's third overall for most points. Wow. With 12.06. So... I don't know, I just thought I'd share those couple few funny things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always fun watching the All-Star Game stuff. Maybe we should go to your parents' house so we can watch it on their cable. Yes, uh, or your parents' house. There's two options. Oh, that's right. We did that last year. That was mm-hmm. fun. Cool. So that is the NBA story. Excellent. Thanks for the update. I wanted to know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's just, I got so much other things I got to check out. Oh, do you want to know how they're doing? The Raptors? Yeah. Ooh, that would be excellent. So I think we're doing well. Yeah, we're second in the East right now. Nice. Just behind Cleveland. Nice. So Mr. James is still giving us the hard time. Now remind me, who won last year? Uh, yeah, we were beat by uh, James. King, Cleveland. King James and yeah, Cleveland. And then Cleveland won the whole thing. Yeah, and a total upset. Right. Which was totally ridiculous uh-huh. and shouldn't have happened. Yes. So now Golden State's coming back. I think Golden State's got to win it this with year. Vengeance. They have to just because they're a better team. <laughs> they're at thirty-eight wins and six losses. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Um, but Toronto right now is twenty-eight wins, fifteen losses. Yeah, we had so, a bit of a losing streak recently, so I think we're bouncing back. Uh, we're not doing too bad. We're second in the East, so mm-hmm. much like last year. We'll see how it plays out. Maybe we'll have our revenge against Cleveland. Maybe we'll get into the final. That'd be wicked. <gasps> and then oh get and then get trounced by Golden State. <laughs> that would be cool, though. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. 
Nice. So story number two, along the same feminist wavelengths, I guess. Of the NBA? Of my previous news story. <laughs> that was before our NBA. Yeah. Uh, so Donald Trump was inaugurated, and he's now the 45th yeah. president of the United States. On Friday, yeah. I thought this and, would be your story. Yeah. And all of... And the women are not happy about this, <laughs> among no. other people. No. Uh, so they organized a march in Washington. And there were 500,000 people in Washington. Yeah. What? But there are also marches in a whole bunch of other cities around the Across world. Across the world. The world. Yeah. And I came home yesterday after um, playing hockey and was checking my Facebook feed. And these news stories would come up so I could see pictures from all over the world. Uh, there was a really good turnout in Toronto, like mm -hmm. 60,000 people. That is amazing. Um, it's just really crazy to see a, kind of an aerial shot or a higher up perspective of University Avenue, which I walked down and I know yeah. how large it is and how wide it is yeah. and how far it is. And it is full of people. Yeah. Absolutely full. So there's a lot of people in Toronto, but other major cities, Chicago, Boston, in the United States, uh, across Europe, South yeah. America. There was even a protest of people in Antarctica. Exactly. That's, the, that's the, the crazy part. 30 or so people that are there wanted to also protest. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at this when you were telling me this and I was like, this is, this is like new, a new history. Like I can't, I can't remember any time that this has happened with any other presidential election. Like they've had some mm -hmm. bad presidents that, I mean, you could say Bush was bad and, and a lot of people didn't like him and were not happy with the vote, but it wasn't to this degree. Like, this is insane. Not that we're going to And it organize. hasn't even started. Like, it's just like mm -hmm. day one, boom. Like, uh, I guess it can only get better, but maybe it'll get worse. It's pretty insane how global it was and how many people from around the world yeah. all participated in these marches. They're going to have to put some pretty heavy security on this guy. I think this is, uh, this is potential for another assassination, I want to say. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has the crazy people on his side, though. Like, that's the other twist. Is he, or at he least might... the ones with the guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's maybe those people are the ones that are supporting him. So really, it's just the peaceful people who can do nothing but make the parades that are really opposing him. Yeah. It, it will just... be interesting to see, no matter what. Mm -hmm. It was just really kind of inspiring to see all those people out. Yeah. Young, old, and it's not just women. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's all genders, all ages. Yeah. They're all out there. So that's pretty cool. All together. One cause. Yeah. The cause is we don't want this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't expect that. Do you have any other numbers from it? But I, I did like that you had, you had basically named off every country. You had, uh, you had Holland, well, Germany, everything, yep. right? Germany, Paris, uh, like Bogota in South America, Brasilia. Yeah, I feel like a lot of major cities awesome. had these. Oh, New Zealand. This is probably a story we should, yeah. we should uh, check up on week to week. We'll see how he's going, how he's doing. How he's doing. <laughs> how many protests there have been. <laughs> we'll, we'll follow up. Week to week. It's just, yeah. And it's also, I was talking to my mom. It's just frustrating that I feel like we've, I feel like this with environmental rights sometimes too, is I feel like we had the protests and we got to a stage where we had, you know, laws in place and things were happening and progressing. Mm -hmm. And now it feels like we have to protest them all over again. <laughs> yeah, that is a problem. 
and it's like, like we were there. <laughs> yes. We had some women's rights. <laughs> it's the one step forward, two steps back kind yeah. of thing. So just for all those out there, like keep at it. Absolutely. You have my support. I, mm-hmm. I actually wish I knew about that Toronto thing. I would have totally joined, joined in on that. It, it Even crossed on a cold day too. Like yeah, cloudy. Yeah. Foggy day. Oh yeah. There are places where there was snow. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. It was, um, it crossed my mind and I had an early hockey game that I also wanted to participate in. So I'm going to go into my second story. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is also similar to last week. We kind of briefly talked about, um, this sculpture that was being made in Ottawa, Ottawa 2017. Yes. That I thought was for the Olympics, but it's really for our 150th <laughs> celebration. <laughs> I'm so, so in tuned. Yes. But I found this article I thought was kind of interesting and maybe we could talk about it. Um, this is from the Globe and Mail. The Canadians, patri- Canadians are patriotic, but not yet engaged with 150th celebrations. And this is based on a poll that they did. So there's a few things to take from this. Um, they say that uh, Canadians are very proud of their country and are looking forward to the 150th anniversary, but aren't mm-hmm. yet fully engaged with the celebrations. And I don't even know what that really means. But they said nearly 9 in 10 expressed a lot of pride in being Canadian. That doesn't really surprise me. Yep, I Generally, agree. everyone I talk to about being uh, Canadian, they're like, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but 47% of respondents said they would be willing to volunteer, which is pretty good. So why are they saying they're not engaged? What Only they? 19% said they had seen any government ads about the 150th anniversary. Okay. Really? Well, that's fine. Because I'm inundated by ads on Facebook about this. About the 150th? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. It's all over. Um, I've not seen any ads, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I, w- I always take issue whenever government spends our money on advertising things like this. Like... Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> well, and I think uh, that it is costing like quite a bit of money to put all these celebrations together. Yeah. Um, but and, and despite seeing the ads, I haven't like clicked on them to see what's going on. So I don't know what all the events are that are happening for this 150th anniversary. Yeah. I did see that um, Parks Canada is waiving admission fees for... Uh, this year. So that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. $300 million budget. Uh, yes. Yeah. So it's oh, quite a bit terrible. of money being spent on it. Uh, so I don't know what that's all going to work up to. Like, I can see having like major celebrations around July 1st, but I don't know what's happening between now and then. It's, uh, let's just talk about this. Like, is, mm-hmm. do we need to, like, I guess it's good to acknowledge. 150, that's, yeah, that's a landmark number. Mm-hmm. But we have to take, like, government money and, like, create a campaign, create a party. Like, what if we used the the year as a chance to maybe, uh, I don't know, create, like, fundraisers or something, help our country in a way, like, create things that actually generate money instead of cost us money for our 150th. Especially if you're saying nine out of ten people are really patriotic and saying they love mm-hmm. to be Canadian, mm-hmm. why don't we use that energy to do something that improves Canada rather than spend money? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It does seem like a, like a really large number. Yeah, I don't know where that number's coming from. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I I I like the idea of making all the parks free. That yeah, but that's just cool. in Ottawa, or is that everywhere? That's like? everywhere. That's Parks Canada. So parks cost money. Parks cost money to go into. You have like an admission fee to go into the park. Which parks? The national parks. So uh, if there's a sign outside the park that says this is a national park of Canada, okay. you usually have to pay to go in there. Okay. I was going to say like the one down the street I've never been charged for. <laughs> no. <laughs> the like municipal park? No. Uh, so I don't know if that $300 million is accounting for the like budget and lost revenue of people not paying admission to some of these things. Hmm. And that's, what it's, that's where that figure is coming from. Yeah. Um, I certainly agree with you that... You know, we have lots of social programs and infrastructure and other things that we could certainly spend that money on. Yeah. Um, and maybe bring, yeah. if you're going to put the whatever budget into advertising Canada mm-hmm. and the 150th celebration, let's celebrate all the programs that we have and maybe generate some interest or revenue towards that rather than making a, a party and a uh, sculpture in the, in the parking lot that shoots fire out of it. That's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. Uh, I thought it was really cool that for the Pan Am Games, they made that Toronto sign at City Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, because now that seems to be a draw. And people go there and they get their picture taken with the Toronto sign. Yeah. So I don't we know. We did that in Whistler, too. We yep. went into the rings in Whistler. Yeah, yep. when they're Olympic rings. So I don't know if part of this or making sculptures, you know, brings other things or interesting things that future tourists or future Canadians can yeah enjoy it is another um, thing to go look for probably not like 300 million dollars <laughs> yeah. but again i don't know what that money is what is it for what is it being allocated for where did this number come from yeah. yeah what is that so i'm curious to see what what the events are will we attend these events will yeah. we not i'll look more into this and maybe we'll bring mm-hmm. that up again next week as well and certainly i guess as we get closer to like july 1st mm-hmm. we can experience more things because we don't usually like we say like oh hey happy canada day and last year we watched that canada movie yeah it was cool so we do things like that but we don't go out to watch fireworks anywhere or anything like that i mean if they usually at my cottage if they do watch fireworks well yeah if they happen but that's of our own accord we pay for the fireworks and we shoot them off (laughs) that's what i think it should be though this is where i'm disagreeing with this program like Mm -hmm. it's like cool 150 whatever yeah and you know what yeah i get it if they did nothing. People would be like, what the hell, Canada? Yeah. <laughs> You're not even acknowledging <laughs> your own birthday. Uh, I guess I am too extreme the other way, but I mean, yeah, maybe use the money in a different way would have been, uh, would have been my call. We'll see what we get for it. Anyway, I'd love to hear other people's opinions on this. So if you got one, send me an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we'd like to thank Field Processor for our intro and outro music. Yeah. And uh, I guess we're wrapping up for this week. Mm-hmm. We'll have more next week. Possibly a special guest, right? Yes. Awesome. The special guests we'll double check, but likely going to be really interesting. So we'll have a topic and we're looking forward to it. So a little change of pace. Yes. So until next time. Take one more. For the road. <laughs> <laughs>